we're going to go in pads today and deal with the heat, which is which is important. There's a lot of teams practicing in weather hotter than this, and so we got to. This is part of training camp. So, and then uh, we'll start working our word, way toward Cleveland. I know you probably have a lot of questions with regard to how I'm going to play the players. Uh, I'm going to hold that for right now. We're still in discussions with certain guys, and just want to be smart about where guys are physically and if they play and how much they play. And so I really won't have a, an answer to give you on anybody at that, uh, with regard to that question at this point. So if that was somebody's question, you'd probably have to move on to something else. All right. All right. Is, that being the, case. What was the reasoning behind Saquon Barkley not taking any reps on Saturday? Just, again, we're managing workloads. We take a good look at what they're doing, and he's, he's fine. If you're asking physically, he's fine. That was the second time in three days that, that he didn't do as much maybe that he usually does. There? We do a lot of things behind the scenes also that you're not aware of. So, so again, I, I understand. There's uh, Everybody wants to know how many reps and if they were good ones, and I get that, and I know that's part of your job. And you all have a very keen eye for that stuff, but we're trying to give the guys the workload they need. How have you seen his progress uh, through training camp to this point, and what has impressed you the most about Saquon? Well, I think he plays uh, he plays extremely well. So he doesn't doesn't look like at least in the training sessions doesn't look like a rookie to me. So um, that's good. You pulled uh, everybody into a huddle the other day after after Eli and Ingram had that little scuffle. What was said there? What was the point of it? That's between the coach and the players. Coach, how's Eli doing? Physically? He, excellent. He'll be out here today. He's he was right. already out here. He's fine. I know there was a lot of conversation. You know. Along the way, there was kind of a play-by-play with regard to Eli. Eli's fine. Coach, there's a lot of talk when you switch offense and defense and go into the 30 front is you know, the big rate grade. But uh, from an offensive line perspective, what unique challenges does playing against a 30 present to an offensive line? Well, there's certain runs that work. You know, when you put five men on the line against 21 and 12 personnel, basically, uh, there are certain runs that work well. There's certain ways you need to protect. Um, you don't really want your back getting caught blocking those outside rushers who are basically defensive ends. And so those are those are pressure players. And really, when you look at those outside linebackers, they have three jobs to do. One is set the edge on the runs. Two is pass rush. And then in a rare occasion, we ask you to drop, drop. So you're looking at edge setters and rushers. And so. That's part of the dilemma. So your protection schemes change some. Uh, how you run the ball changes some. And so for us to be able to get that in practice is huge when we play teams that play five on the line. Uh, that being said, most of the time when you go to nickel, teams will show up in a four-man front. So we get that part of it as well. And it's, it's very rare that you don't see a team go with four down linemen. If you just do the math, right, you got an extra defensive lineman or extra uh, uh, defensive back, so you take out a lineman. I'm sure guys have been you know, flashing to you in camp, but how much do the games weight your evaluations? The games are weighed, uh, it's a huge piece for us. You've t- heard me talk about 11 on 11 drills because they're uncontrolled, and then the 11 on 11 drills where they're not on the scripts and they're called like we did uh, Saturday. And then obviously the next next phase of that is uh, doing it in a game. When you put together uh, your plans, I guess, for, for the preseason games, is right. that really an extension of practice? Or I mean, I know there's no game planning per se, but how do you no. kind of approach 
what you want to see and how you go about getting players to work that you want to see. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, I like to see the whole roster. We want to have enough information on the guys that are playing for us to decide, are you one of our 53? And so we need to see them in games. And there's certain guys we need to see. Uh, and, and so it's very important. We also need to remember that we're still in training camp. And so, you know, the guys are going to only play a portion of the game. So, you know, they're not getting quite as much rest leading up to the game as they would if this was during a season, you know, where you're really managing that the best you can. So, you know, it's kind of we're in training camp, but yet we're playing the game and they're playing partial, you know, partial amount of snaps as compared to a regular game. So we just deal with it. Pat, when you said um, Saquon doesn't look like a rookie, you know, you, I'm sure you were looking hard at all these guys. That, I mean, is it just looking at mistakes that he doesn't make or make, or is it a total picture? What is it that would really cue you into, ah, now he looks like a rookie? Uh, some of it, not making the mistakes. He still makes mistakes, but, but all players do. Um, but you don't see him repeat mistakes, and that's good. Sometimes you see rookies getting a feel for things where they just don't quite get it yet. Um, that's why it's important that you practice because, you know, when mistakes happen, you, you correct them so you move on. If you don't practice and all of a sudden you're making them in games, you're saying, well, you know, we didn't get a chance to teach them that. And so the players tell you what they need to learn by some of the mistakes they make. Um, and then you get them corrected so that they don't happen in the games. Is any of that decreased workload um, with him? You said, you know, management, it's all set up yeah. because... I don't see it as I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I don't see it as a decreased workload. There's nothing wrong with Saquon. We're just managing his reps like we would any running back. But is some of that you're comfortable with the reps he's getting because oh yes, he's not repeating the mistakes, so you don't need to see it over and over and over again. That's that's good. That's right. That's that's very fair. Coach, one of the toughest assignments for rookie running backs is picking up blitzes. How has he progressed in that area? He's done a very good job. And because of our style of defense and pressure is in our DNA on defense and they're practicing it, he's getting a, a good opportunity to see uh, lots of blitzes and a lots of different types of blitzes. Um, and uh, he's done a good job with that. So you're comfortable with him tomorrow? I'm comfortable with him. You're comfortable with him? Yeah, for sure. With Spetcher, uh, there's a lot out there on how frequently he has blitzed in the past. Is that something you wanted in your defensive coordinator, that aggressive mindset? And did you want a 3-4 or did you want a person? I was looking for the best teacher. Um, again, you've heard me say this, it's the players, not the plays. That includes the schemes. And you know, we, I think there's advantages to the way we're gonna line up and play. Um, and I basically told him, keep him out of the end zone. <laughs> Pretty simple.